Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis, and I'm putting this episode in the bank, so I don't know what number it's going to be, but I'm going to pack this bong load of super dream here, and we're going to talk about how to sneak a toke. You know, some of you are maybe my mommy friends who are doing some laundry or walking out to the car, getting the mail, and... Maybe need to be hitting this on the sly because you don't want to be doing that in front of your own children. And because sometimes it's just a better idea in most places where it's still very much illegal to not let children know those things at all. Some of you maybe are back home visiting family or are planning to do so, or maybe you want to sneak a toke on your lunch break at work. You just want to think about some covert ways to do this. Well, I have compiled some tips and tricks from the internet combined with my own personal experience, and we're going to talk about sneaking tokes. I also have my ginger mint tea over here because I am still recovering from a cold. But I can finally talk and I can finally smoke weed again. So let's do this. So one of the best things to remember when you need to be covert about your tokiness is to be prepared. You know, think ahead uh, and, and try and have the best tools that you can for the job. Think about where you'll be smoking, outside maybe. Uh, perhaps the shower would be the best place if you're in the laundry room. Uh, damp and warm can be really good for helping dissipate the smell and cover it, the smell of laundry, of course. Uh, some smells do really well to cover that cannabis stench and some fail miserably. Uh, but also think about... Uh, does a pipe make the most sense uh, or would a joint be better? Maybe just a, a little chillum, a, a, a one hitter style might be best for you. Something you can slip in and out. Maybe you have to be even more covert than that. Maybe you actually need to put a little oil on a cigarette because you're a cigarette smoker and you can do that. The smell of cigarette smoke is a great smell to cover cannabis, unfortunately, uh, and, and I do miss it. Uh, that was, that was kind of a hard thing when I ended up quitting smoking to give up was like, I don't know, how, how do I cover my bowls now, especially when I'm driving? That's, that was a really big fear for me. Uh, and, but then also, you know, I mean, like, how do, how do people cover their farts when, when they don't smoke cigarettes? I was told to blame it on the dog, but I don't have a dog. Now, if I can, I just smoke a bowl. Better than smoking, I guess. Uh, but if you have that option, super great option. Sometimes I used to just slip a little shake at the tip of my cigarette when I would pack it in. And I'd have a little bit of space. And I only got like one hit. But that one hit was everything I needed. And it's disposable evidence. It goes away immediately. Disposable evidence is another tip that uh, I've got for you. If maybe having a joint or a pipe is still too much of a tip off, then having something that is disposable uh, is really great 
people make pipes out of uh, two liter bottles and out of aluminum foil. I don't recommend that necessarily. The two liter bottle is good, but it helps if you have a bowl. And if you need a completely disposable utensil, you're not going to be carrying around a bowl in order to make all of those different things. And you can make other bowls out of aluminum foil. It's just, it's what you have to work with. But in my personal opinion, I always try to use as little aluminum foil next to my heat source as possible. And and I, I'd recommend that just out of best practices and standards. But sometimes if you're going to use vegetables or fruits and you hollow out a hole for uh, the smoke to channel through and another hole for your carb in order to introduce oxygen and then a hole at the top perhaps with a aluminum foil bed with some holes gently poked into it with a toothpick that you can set your weed on. At the end you can eat it if it's fruit or a vegetable that you like like a carrot or something like that. If it's something harder like a potato you could boil it You don't really get high from eating them um, because it's not bioavailable, but it's disposable and it's a good snack, especially to help you fight off those munchies. Another easily disposable or uh, detachable, I should say, piece, because sometimes actually having a piece that just breaks down so that when people look at it, it isn't really understandable what it is if they don't know. Uh, So yeah, so something that comes apart really easily is a great way to be covert just in and of itself. Uh, But if you also need to construct something out of homemade materials, uh, what's called a sploof, uh, I believe in some places, I never heard of a sploof myself, or I've never heard of this device referred to as a spoof or excuse me, spoof. It's not sploof, it's spoof. Uh, but it's a, a toilet paper or a paper towel roll uh, with dryer sheets stuck into it and or wrapped around one end with a rubber band. You can also use a damp paper towel on the outer end to collect some of the smoke and act as a filter. Uh, but what you do is you take a hit And then you blow it through your spoof and that cuts down a lot on the secondhand smoke and therefore the the smell that you're leaving behind. They're really easy to, to make and deconstruct and then make again and just kind of have on your person. You can use them in hotel rooms, in your bedroom, uh, all, all kinds of places in your dorm room. If you're in the shower, having a spoof just adds another level of layer on. Don't forget to put a towel under that door crack, though, just in case. That always helps. If you have any vents or fans, knowing where those go to uh, and point to is going to be big. If you have a vent that's just going to lead out to the backyard where everybody's enjoying their iced tea. That's not going to do you any good now, is it? It might be easier to blame on a skunk, though, depending on where you're at. I don't know. Be aware of those things. Know those things. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, But yeah, spoof. It's easy to leave in your car. 
Uh, it kind of also acts as an air freshener when you have fresh uh, dryer sheets in there. You can pick your own flavors, which is really great. Lavender is pretty good. A floral, anything herby. Having incense on hand is really good. Uh, again, something kind of earthy that will match the cannabis, not necessarily try to mask it. It can be a lot harder to mask it. Kind of mingling in with it can can be an easier way to go about it. And if you have a fruitier uh, smelling and tasting herb that you're going to be smoking, using uh, orange oil cutters and things like that are, are a great way to freshen the air uh, and, and mix with that smoke. Uh, and there are some retail options too. I can't think of any of their names right now. And I don't know how well most of them work. If I do need a mask something, I usually light up some Nag Champa incense or use an, an orange oil, which is why those are my go-to tips. Um, I don't really have to mask it very often. And if your clothes are an option that are going to be getting in the way, making sure that you have a smoking poncho or a change of clothes that you can use, uh, a jacket that you take off and maybe leave somewhere that people won't be smelling it, uh, or a blanket or a, a pashmina or something like that, uh, that could be really great. Also using a fresh coat of deodorant. That's a good way to spruce yourself up after a smoke. Cold, damp air can kind of make the smoke cling. So if you're going to be in a cold, damp place, having that smoking poncho is really a great layer of protection to add. One of my favorite places to have snuck a toke was actually uh, on the Amtrak. I used to take the train from South California to Northern California a lot. And I could smoke my cigarettes on the brakes like it that that made it work. You get used to the pattern and you know when you're going to have kind of a longer route, um, but not being able to smoke any weed. And this was before e-cigarettes and, and all that magical stuff that makes some of this not necessary for a lot of people. But if you find yourself in this situation, I would just go into the uh, the toilets and you have your spoof, you know, your paper towel roll. I would have my one hitter so that I could stamp out the bowl itself really quickly instead of letting that smolder. Uh, you don't want to let that smolder because it just adds more smell to it. And I would take my hit and I would blow it through the spoof. But instead of just blowing it out into the room, when you flush the toilets for Amtrak, it actually creates a suction and it gets spit right out against the track. So you're actually blowing it outside. And that's one of the advantages of knowing where the vents lead is you can use them to your advantage when you need to. And so there were a few times where I didn't abuse it by any means, but when you get really anxious and you're like, I just need to be off this train, uh, a hit that doesn't really hurt anybody because I'm doing the best that I can to make it totally smoke free and get all of that smoke out. Uh, 
I don't think it's too bad. And I never got busted. So at least I was successful. You might not agree with it, but you can't argue that it worked. And I just thought I'd share that tip with you. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? I have air fresheners. Oh, another thing. If you have to regularly be covert, don't be regular about how you, you cover it up. Uh, I have a friend who has this amazingly funny story and Russell, I'm totally going to steal your story where his mom would smoke when she was doing laundry and he just kind of grew up with it and it was just part of the smells they really mixed together. And so when he was over at a friend's house and smelled weed for the first time, he was like, oh, is somebody doing laundry? And just totally associated those things together. And it's fucking hilarious. Um, thanks for letting me take that, Russell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, he made that association and other people will make that association about your particular rituals and routines too. So if you really need to be covert, make sure you switch up your game. All right. Though I will say one of the best routines that is successful time and time again, a lot of stoner stories uh, tout the, the shower smoke. You know, it's a place where the bathroom, when you're taking a shower, you can spend an extended bit of time. The warm air and water actually help pull the smoke down and keep it from uh, just dissipating out into other rooms. And if you have a window or a vent that you know is safe, you've got a really great place to send that secondhand smoke to. And that cuts down a lot. So the shower is probably one of the safest places that you can try to sneak a toke or just go take a walk, a nice long walk. Uh, taking so many walks in my days. Sometimes it's what you got to do. Uh, you just roll a spliff. Oh man, I miss a spliff sometimes. Just the way it smokes. I told myself when I'm 65, if I don't smoke cigarettes between here and now, I can have a spliff if I want to. I think that's a fair deal to make with myself. I don't know if I'll take myself up on it, but uh, I like thinking about it. I like thinking about it a lot. Oh, welcome back to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis. Back in it days in a way, the super dream. Oh, and I've just had a great week. You guys really have had yoga every day this week. My friend Heather finally got fired from a terrible job. Yay. And we've been able to go to yoga every day and, uh, she's really ready for a new change in her life. And I've been super excited about helping her with this change in her life. And I've got Americans for Safe Access Unity 2016 conference that I will have been going to, uh, which is why I'm banking this podcast right now. And so many amazing things have been going on this week. I'm super busy and it's nice to just kind of chill and relax and sneak this token with you. There's been a lot of gardening going on lately. Um, my neighbors had her kid. Oh, but me and my neighbor are totally cool now. We actually exchanged phone numbers like adults and were able to be cool. She baked me cookies. Um, they weren't poisonous uh, I, and I didn't get any diarrhea from them. So 
they were delicious and exactly how I like my chocolate chip cookies. And life is a thousand times easier to just be an adult about it. So thanks, Elephant Neighbor. I appreciate it. I'm going to hit this again with y'all one more time. Let's smoke some fucking weed, right? We're keeping this one short. Uh, so I'm going to take a nice long hit. Snapped it all the way down and packed myself a snapper, but it was a full snapper. Ah, oh, that was delicious. All right, you guys, thanks so much. I can't wait to figure out what I've got for you next week. I've been working on uh, prohibition history outlines. I've been working on drug test outlines. I've been working on all kinds of different outlines. What else do I have? Uh, flavonoids and uh, more on terpenes. I don't know if you guys want to hear something, you can actually let me know. And the best way to do that is to hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you can either like the Spliff Podcast page or you can friend me, Bo Nellis. That's Bo, B-O-H, uh, as in short for Bohemia. And we could be friends, talk there if you want, or hit me up on Twitter if uh, you like to keep it short. Or if you like to keep it long but private, you can email me at thespliffpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you like to talk, you like to get really personal, you can call or text me at 209-86-SPLIFF. That's 209-867-7543. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm on Instagram. I try to be here for you. If you have questions, I would love to answer them. And there is no stupid question. If you have a question about weed, you deserve a fair answer. And I'm here because I'm really fucking pissed off that the government and, and our medical community on a whole didn't bother to give us those answers because they accepted just blind on blind fucking faith and as an atheist i'm never really one for blind fucking faith on blind faith that it was empirically detrimental to society when historically and truthfully it's the exact opposite so fuck those guys let's do it bring me your questions i'm here for you guys fuck yeah thanks for spliffing it ciao for now